0: next African story will be written by Africans meet the people using technology innovation and entrepreneurship to craft this new narrative this is building the future podcast with your host Dolton. Hello everyone, welcome to another episode of building the future podcast. I'm your host, Olo Koroku. This is not your usual episode. It's to announce the end of season one, reflect on the podcast so far and talk about what lies ahead. So when i started this podcast in july 2017 the idea was to have conversation with people who are shaping the african future through what they do so i set out to talk to entrepreneurs innovators policymakers and thought leaders who are shaping the future of africa it's been over 23 episodes so far and i've learned a lot from those people i have been challenged i've been inspired i've been entertained and i hope you have too so i'm using this holiday season to take a small break, to reflect, plan, and prepare for the new season we're starting in the new year. In January, we're going to start a new season where we be focusing on ladies who are shaping the African future through what they do. I've interviewed a few of them and I've learned a lot from them and you should look forward to those episodes too. This podcast has been a journey for me personally and I want to take this time to highlight three things that I've learned so far from those people that I've interviewed. Number one, there are many paths to success. From people like Inye who started his business by having a roadmap of the future. People, platform, policy and power. Or to people like Mark Essen who add strong faces around viability of e-commerce in Africa and build a business model around it. Or Dipanka, who through serendipity found a problem that needed to be solved and built a business around it and also convinced his employers to invest in it. Or Ifwa Osei, who started Chile's Africa as an expression of making social impact and empowering ladies to become great business leaders. Or Sese notako who started e-commerce because he wanted to prove a point that it's not a failure and that education system in Ghana is broken and he knows how to fix it. All these entrepreneurs address problems from different angles. And it shows to me that there are many paths to success. You don't have to follow somebody else's playbook or try to replicate what someone else has done. You can actually follow your own path to success. And there is no one quick rule to this thing. You just need to find your own playbook and write it along the way. There are many ways to solve problems and there are many ways to make a success out of the things you're doing. The second thing I learned is that the future of Africa will be built by innovators. One of my good friends, Kola Aino, who was also on the show said, the future of Africa will be built not by government or grants, but by entrepreneurs who are using technology to solve huge problems. I totally agree with him that innovators are the people that will build the African future. So the first half of the last century was about African answering the major question that was facing the generation at that time. And the question was, Self-rule, will Africans be able to rule and govern themselves. So we had lots of our leaders standing up and trying to answer the question through agitating to be able to get the Europeans out of African political system. So people like Kenneth Kaunda, Patrice Lumumba, Kwame Nkrumah, Jomo Kenyatta, Namdi Azikwe, Obafemi Awolowo, Walter Sisulu, and of course, Nelson Mandela. They stood up to fight and answer the question that Africans can rule themselves. In the second half of the last century, most of the question I was facing African country was about economic and political stability. Of course, we have detours of military coups besieging a lot of African countries and dictatorship. But then we were able to shake that off predominantly in the last century. In this particular generation... The major question of our time is this. Will Africans be able to take advantage of innovations and technology to build a better future for themselves and their children? And I believe that we can do that. We can rise up like the leaders before us and take advantage of democratization and access to technology to be able to innovate and solve our own problems ourselves. This is the Africa that I believe in. And this is the story I want to chronicle. The people that are interviewed are in one way or the other trying to solve this problem. And some of them are are tackling it through entrepreneurship and a lot are also tackling it through thought leadership. Shaping the hearts and minds of Africans to be able to rise up and take advantage of the technology and innovation around them to solve problems of malaria, HIV, AIDS, infrastructural problem, transport, energy, and be able to govern well. This is the Africa that we're looking forward to in the twenty-first century. The thought I learned in my interview with these people is there's a big talent gap. Often when I ask the question, what is the biggest pain point that you face as a business? Most of the answer I get was talent or being able to employ and retain the right people. This is a challenge, but also a huge opportunity. Africa is the youngest continent. Most people in Africa are young and they're getting more educated, more connected and having access to wider knowledge than before. So what do we do about that? There is a big opportunity to train up this population and get them connected to jobs of the future. There are millions of Africans who can learn how to do data, use technology, write codes, artificial intelligence, build bots, build systems, build infrastructure, but also to solve wider problems of talent in the world just like Andela did like I said before I'll be starting a new season and in the first part of the season I'll be focusing a lot on ladies who are doing incredibly amazing stuff that will shape the way we live and work in Africa and I wanted to look forward to hearing them as well so I want to end this season by thanking those who have made it a success we couldn't have gone this far without our sponsors and partners. I want to thank the Longer Practice, who took the first sponsorship slot for this podcast, and also Account here, who supported us along the way, and JEE Client Services, who sponsored some of the episodes that you listen to on this podcast. This is the time for me to say if you want to be a sponsor in the next season, you can send an email to us at hello at the starter.com, that is H E L L O at the starter.com, dot com. and we we'll take it from there. I also want to thank my colleagues and team who are working behind the scenes to make every episode a success. Of course, you hear my voice, but there are a team of people who are making this episode work well. So I want to start with Onye Sadiq you see some of her email. She's a wonderful lady. We work tirelessly to make sure that each episode is interpreted well and write a show note. One is always ready and available to help at short notice. And I do send that stuff at very short notice. Ketura Ovio, our country manager. She's wonderful and she makes sure the train runs on time and keeps everybody in place. Ibukuna will who booked most of the appointments with all the interview guests and make sure that I attended all of them on time. Valentine Oleka, who recently joined us and has been making incredible impact in shaping this podcast. Neo Sarukis, my good friend from Bristol, who designed the cover for this podcast. Tayo Akunyemi from Chicago who encourages support and helped us in many ways that she does not even know yet. And Akinji Ocheng from Africa Expert Network, who introduces me to a lot of guests for long really. and many others that I can't mention here. People that have sent me emails encouraging me to go on. People that I met at iGrotifical Summit who came to me and told me how the podcast has helped them. Your story, your testimony. It's the reason I wake up in the morning and I look forward to doing another episode of this podcast over and over again. I'm grateful for what we've done so far in the short time and how much impact we've made in the lives of people through the stories of those entrepreneurs that we featured on this podcast. I have huge hopes for nurses and I'm also grateful to the British Council in Nigeria who are already partnering with us and supporting a lot of things we'll be doing in a podcast next year. I would like to visit about seven African countries to host live podcasts and have interviews with people who are doing amazing stuff in those countries. The African growth story is beyond what is happening in Nigeria, Ghana, and South Africa. I believe innovation is taking place in Rwanda, Côte d'Ivoire, Senegal, Uganda, Morocco, Egypt, Cameroon, and many other countries that I would like to visit next year. So if any of this country is your country, please look forward to having coffee with me when I visit next year. And I want to chronicle the stories of entrepreneurs in these countries too. So I will appreciate your support and help in this journey. If you think you can help in any way or in any capacity, either as a sponsor or a host or a volunteer, please get in touch with me. Send me email at hello at thestarter.com and we take it from there. I wish you a great Christmas and a happy new year ahead. You've been listening to Building the Future podcast by Dolton. These are the interviews with entrepreneurs that are playing a key part in shaping the African future and you'll be able to hear all their stories. For more, sign up for the weekly newsletter at thestarter.com. Our revolution will be televised. STARTA.com and sign up for our newsletter. It will be a huge favor to me and it's really simple and easy. If you subscribe now, it will help us a lot. Thanks.